Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome everyone to the Smith and Rowland podcast, where today you will be enthralled by my brilliance and my intellect. And now I introduce to you the inferior part of our team, Mr. Alan Smith. You know, I've worked hard all my life to be able to live up to that introduction of being the most inferior person. And I have you know <laughs> and that then you're pulling it off just greatly. <laughs> I'm, I'm working just very greatly. hard. I'm very hard at it. And where are you rolling? You're breaking up every now and then, but I you're am, out there on I the am road traveling and you're somewhere. Yeah. I'm traveling with three other gentlemen. It's a burden that I'm carrying today, trying to lead them to deeper understanding of their own inferiority. So by them being with me, they are learning that. Sure enough, they are as inferior as they thought they were. That's exactly well, right. What can I That's say? Right. And I'm glad yeah. that they're now glad to understand their position in life. That's right. Yeah, so that's you're right. saying that's exactly right. So evidently, they are still in the transforming process. They are in the transforming process of salvation. They have not quite reached that pinnacle yet, but we're working with them. You're we terrible. are working with them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are, That's you exactly are. right. There's no hope. There, there's no well, hope. Listen, what have you That's got right. on your mind? What you, have you know got what I was thinking about, Alan, in all seriousness, this is what it was on my mind. I woke up with this on my mind. The scriptures talks about in Romans chapter eight, verses 28 and 29, it says all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And then it goes on to say, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. The scriptures points out in another place that we're not to be conformed to this world, but we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The process of salvation is more than just a prayer that's prayed. It's more than just going to church on Sunday. The process of salvation is much deeper than that. The process of salvation is being transformed from one state of being into another state of being. And I think sometimes that gets lost in the discipleship program of the church. I'm not sure that we're teaching what some people call the full gospel. Does that make any sense? It does. And I don't know. The problem I have with people saying they're doing the full gospel is they're saying they've exhausted the gospel. And I'm under the persuasion it has no end. So yeah. I'm not sure that you can exhaust. I don't think how you would exhaust the gospel. So how, how do you come into the fullness, I guess is what I'm saying. When does a person yeah. know if they, they've arrived? The, all mm -hmm. the people that me and you know, including ourselves, we definitely have not arrived. We're on the journey, though. We know where we're headed, but we have... We know we're not uh, there yet, as as most others do. So not even I, I, close to being there yet. Well, I mean, if we were, God would not have to go into overtime and try and keep having to make all these all all the stuff of ours to work together for good. I mean, you, you know, yeah. I'm sure God could create some other planets and things if He wasn't so busy having to right. recreate all that we do into good. <laughs> well, let's get a little yeah, sarcasm there. Right. So. I think that there is a, how do we know we're being transformed? I think was your, what was on your mind. How are we in the transformation process? How do we know we are now in my own personal life, Jeff, one of my gauges I can go for is 
how much of the love of God do I have for others? In other words, when I, I find myself from time to time with a very low toleration level for others, and the low toleration level is not one of the great attributes of transformation. If God exercised the same emotional feeling towards me as I want to have towards others, which is I have a hard, hard time tolerating, then I would be lost for sure. So I think part of the yep. dynamics of being transformed is for us to be able to issue grace to others. And I think the grace of God to others in failure is a hallmark sign of our own personal transformation. I agree. The one thing about even that word transformation, I don't want people to lose that term and that kind of Bible terminology, that kind of, of a Bible concept or perspective that trans, the word transformation is actually changing from one state of being into another state of being. The only true way to know you're in that process of salvation is that you are changing from one state of being into another. That's the reason I was saying earlier about salvation is more than just praying a prayer. It's more than just some words. It is the change of a life. The old man is gone and behold, all things become new, the scripture says. So Mm -hmm. that being said, I don't want us to lose sight of transformation, which means that salvation is a way of life. It's not a one-time event. It is a way of life. I'm not only able to say that I was saved, but I am constantly now being saved. And through being saved, one day I shall be saved, which indicates that I'm I'm not there yet. I'm not a finished product. I'm still a work in progress, but hopefully I'm being changed each day more into the likeness of Christ. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes total sense. I think, Jeff, also that where the battle of the Spirit comes in, you test what I say here, but transformation is, I mean, a true transformation is what we say happens to a butterfly. Another term for it is metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. And in metamorphosis, you you actually change. And I think the DNA of the butterfly changes even from a, maybe I think that's correct, from a caterpillar (laughs) to a butterfly. So that's a metamorphosis. And so transformation and metamorphosis would be the concept that the scriptures give us. Now, I submit to you, though, Jeff, that that is not going, that is going on in every Christian. It's a true Christian. We're in the metamorphosis or transformation process, but it's not going unnoticed by the dark side, by the enemy, by the devil, by imps, by demons. Absolutely. And so Satan always gives an alternative to what God's doing. So God has transformation going on, and I think that the devil alternative to that, Jeff, is transition. Yes. <laughs> if you can hear what I'm saying. In uh, more ways than we know. Because that's right. people are thinking or Satan's pitching out there, you can go through transition and you'll not be a male anymore. You'll be a female. Well, that's yeah, just that's a right. lie. That's right. I don't care how much surgery you can have. It doesn't change that. Of course, so, I mean, my point's not to get into that. My point is the counterfeit to transformation, one of its highest points this day and time, is what the world calls transition. And now, Jeff, yeah. I'll be honest with you. If you can transition to male to female or female to male, to have that concept out there as a possibility, to me, is getting lining us up, preparing us, gaslighting us, whatever you want to call it, it's preparing preparing us for transhumanism. Yes, it is. We've talked about this before, but in the spirit realm, spirit is spirit. So in the spirit world, you have the Holy Spirit, 
you also have evil spirits. And if the evil spirits is trying to imitate what God is doing, then doesn't that mean that if there is a transformation process in the Holy Spirit, there would also be a transformation process with the spirit of the Antichrist? Now, Alan, I wanted to ask you this question. In terms of the scripture that we started with in Romans, it says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. That being said, you have the idea of the foreknowledge of God and the predetermined will of God at work, but it's at work in the act that a transformation process has already begun. Would you agree with that? I would totally agree. That being said, a commitment has to be made to start that transformation process that where the Holy Spirit is working on each day to conform us into the image of God's Son, which indicates that that has to be, according to Romans 8, 28, the eternal purpose of God for everyone is to be more like Christ. Yes, most definitely. And that's what we call uh, transformation. It's leaving our old man, as you referred to earlier. Right. Leaving our old man, right. going into the new new man. But we also know that Jesus warns us, and I know I, little, I harp on that a little more, but the transformation, Jeff, is an automatic. If you're a butterfly and you go through metamorphosis, it's kind of an automatic. A caterpillar, we yeah. can say, is predestined to become a butterfly. So there yes. is a little bit of, it's an operation of the Holy Spirit. I'm not sure. I think we need to agree with the predestination of the trans. And as we yeah, agree right. with that and not fight against it, I think the metamorphosis or the transformation is an operation of the Holy Spirit. I think I could perhaps hinder it, but I don't know that I could help it because it is it is preordained. Mm -hmm. It is predestined. And I think that God, I mean, you can correct me here if you think I'm wrong, but I think God is so in charge of the, of the metamorphosis of us into the likeness of the image of his son. I think it's going to mm -hmm. happen because it's more or less a biblical yeah, absolutely. promise. Absolutely. God, yeah. God's going to do it. And yeah. I'm not liking it sometimes. God's when he conforms me or Trump should say transforms me. I don't like the process too much because it, it kind of goes against the old caterpillar in me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so you got both <laughs> natures in you during that struggle until the transformation process is completed. That's right. That's and exactly that, right. And that, and, yeah, that's what the evil spirit, I believe, touches on is that old man, that old nature before transformation is completed, which is how we see each other. And when we look at each other through eyes of flesh instead of the eyes of God, then all we're seeing is an unfinished product. We're not seeing because of this dimension of world we're living in. We're not seeing what will be, what right. is going exactly to happen. Right. But that being said, God looks at us as the finished product. And yeah. so, you know, I just, I think that the whole idea of salvation in its simplistic form is being lost a lot in church life. And yeah. I, I wanted yeah. to bring this one thought up as well. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for that is the power of God. That being said, it would occur to me that through this transformation process that we're in, are we 
in fact, ashamed of what is happening to us because of our old flesh nature that gets involved. Is that what causes us to be ashamed of the gospel that is changing us? Very good chance. You know, I, I identify more with the old caterpillar in me, I'm sorry to say, than I do the butterfly. Even though from time to time, I'll have some people tell me that I'm as beautiful as a butterfly. And I, you know, how can you argue with They're them, lying you know, to you, Alan. The, re- Alan, the they're report lying to of the uh, butterfly. Well, we're talking it's, about it's transformation. The old, it's, yeah, but it's the old man in people that's lying to you about that whole deal. That's all it is. I'm sorry, that's all I'm, it is. Oh, my yeah. train ran off a track. I'm sorry, Lord. Here we go. All right, get back yeah, on track. Yeah. You just get went back. off real. Yeah, sir. I did. You went, went off, off real. real. I'll do it every now and then. It'll just happen. I don't know. I, but anyway, right. to get the old caterpillar back up on the track, yes, I think it going through this metamorphosis transition, if you will, this transformation, if you will, to go through that and to not have the enemy totally fight us. In other words, he'll throw things up to us, Jeff, like the world. Well, if, you, if you give up that, you're going to give up your rights. You're going to give up something that's fun to you. You're going to get. So the enemy comes to us to try to hinder us going through this transformation process. And the problem is God has promised that that baby's going to happen. I agree with everything you're saying. And Furthermore, that word, the word transformed, transition, how big is that word trans in our day to day and how the enemy's trying to hijack that away from believers and away from Christians. I just feel that that's so imperative in our day to day. I really do. And I think it's just the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ still does the work it's supposed to do. It does. And and it's going to happen. Well, listen, Jeff, you're at your destination there. Uh, We've covered this will be a little shorter podcast this morning, but with you out on the road and you are at your destination, let's let's wrap it up the day and we'll pick up here again tomorrow. Okay, Alan. Okay, buddy. Have a good day. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowan show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.